Hey everybody, Josh Neighbors here, Locked On Big 12 Podcast. Today it is the 8th of February, 2023, and on today's show, the Pac-12 is looking to get into Big 12 country with some conference expansion potentially. SMU and then not Big 12 country, but San Diego State could be targets for them. How that affects their television deal? What does this mean for the Big 12? It's a big story. There's a whole lot to get to with this on today's show. You are Locked On Big 12, your daily podcast on the Big 12 Conference, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Once again, Josh Neighbors here, Locked On Big 12 Podcast. Make sure you guys subscribe to the channel. If you have not already, it really does help us grow. Our goal is 3,400 subscribers by the end of the month, so help us do that. Today's show is brought to you all by the FanDuel Sportsbook. More from them later on. Also, follow the show on Twitter at LOBig12. You guys can find me at Josh Neighbors underscore. Uh, today is my last day in the great state of Virginia, or the Commonwealth, rather. I am moving to Arkansas tomorrow, so recording the Thursday show tonight. Uh, it'll be a roundtable with some more conference realignment conversation, and then a probably weekend preview or also a news update on some of this conference expansion stuff that will be coming on Friday. So stay tuned to your feeds. There's a whole lot more to get to. But today, we've got to start with the story that was being churned, kind of kicked around last night. And then I saw stuff from Chris Vanini over at The Athletic. Dennis Dodd had a piece as well. Pac-12 expansion with San Diego State uh, and then comma SMU may be necessary before League Inc.'s new media deal, uh, media rights deal. He says the Aztecs and Mustangs are in the Pac-12 sites as their top expansion contenders. So before we get into everything, I want to set the table here. And I appreciate all of you all comment and watch the videos. Um, some of you all like to make like nicknames like, oh, it's the mid-12, you know, or the, you know, like, like you just make up funny disparaging nicknames about other conferences. While I am a Big 12 guy and I want to see the Big 12 proceed on, I've mentioned this before, like, I don't want it to be at the cost, you know, of a Oregon State or a Washington State, right? Like those schools deserve to be on the same playing field. It sucks when there's a lot of uncertainty for conferences, et cetera, right? Uh, so while, you know, this is a show that covers the Big 12, I mean, I try the best I can to be like responsible with how we discuss the Pac-12. Uh, I try not to be disparaging. I'm just trying to present the facts. And the facts are this. The Pac-12 and the Big 12 are in two very separate places when it comes to where they are in the landscape. While there, you know, I feel like there's three, there's like three bubbles kind of happening at once. There are the Big Ten, there is the Big Ten and the SEC who are alone because of the brands and their television deals. There is the ACC who is locked into this ridiculous 15-year television deal that while they have great brands like Miami, FSU, Clemson, UNC, Duke, Virginia, Virginia Tech, right? These, you know, these, these pretty well-known established brands, whether it be football or basketball or both maybe in the case of UNC in, in recent years and, and Clemson with football and FSU and Miami as these two established brands and, and Georgia Tech as a place that owns a great you know, play, piece of real estate like Atlanta. They have all these interesting brands, but they're kind of on their own because of how long their TV deal is. You can't get out of it. It's tough to get people. I mean, they could ostensibly get folks into it, but they're just kind of on their own, like riding this thing out. And it feels like there's not a 
massive appetite for adding schools and the schools they can reasonably add from other power five leagues are pretty far away and would not fit fit kind of the profile or identity outside of maybe a West Virginia in some ways. And then you have the Pac-12 and the Big 12. And they're kind of the ones that are, they're the ones that are open market on the market, you know, or had been on the market in terms of television. They are both conferences that lost two of their better brands. I maintain that Oregon and Washington to me are two of the best brands that are still out there available. The problem is their conference lacks serious, serious depth in both football and men's basketball, the sports that matters. There is low appetite for Stanford, low appetite for Cal, low appetite until now for, you know, a Colorado, uh, for Arizona football at certain points, right? Just saying about where these teams were in the hierarchy of the league, right? There is no Oregon State basketball in the Big 12. Uh, There is no Stanford or Cal basketball in the Big 12. Hell, there was no Cal football or Uh, I guess, you know, Colorado might have been the good example this year in the Big 12 this year, but they do have Oregon and Stanford. The one thing they do not have at this point in time is a television deal. And I mentioned they're they're similar in the sense that the Big 12 lost OU and Texas, the SEC, the Pac-12 lost USC and UCLA to the Big 10. And because they're kind of in the same television window at the same time, they're very much in that group fighting for the, you know, third, fourth spot, depends on how you look at it. Now, I think these conferences can surpass the ACC in terms of revenue because their contract structure is going to be a little bit, well, we'll see the Pac-12, but the, the Big 12s could because the contract structure, the way it works and, and how good the kind of the deal is, you know, on a per team basis, they could get more money. The ACC as a total function will probably make more because they have uh, more schools, but the per payout, you know, per school payout. Uh, I think for the Big 12 could eclipse ACC depending on what happens on I think a year to year basis. So there is that happening right now. For the Big 12, when it comes to the expansion talk, it is different than the Pac 12 because they've got the TV deal. And that's this kind of gets us to where we are right now. The Pac 12 needs to play offense, not because you know they have to fend off the Big 12 and add more schools and, and, and grow bigger, they need inventory. They need more games to be more appealing to get this deal done. They wanted to have a television deal done by this point. It's just a fact. And and also a big thing too is, and we'll get more into this, but they want to go, they did not want to go fully the streaming route this time around. Um, You know, uh, George Klyavkov said this, I was working on Sirius XM the day he said this. He wanted that he thought this next television deal would be, you know, predominantly or basically all on, on cable, you know, the CBS and ESPN, a Fox. And so while some Big 12's content is on an ESPN plus, they're still parent company ESPN. Um, and I've mentioned this before and I'll mention this again, right? Big Monday on ESPN is on ESPN, not ESPN plus. Um, if there's Big Monday on Amazon, it's on Amazon. There is no Amazon cable television channel. And that might change. That might come. Maybe Amazon acquires some kind of television package where they can start distributing and people can start getting their TV through Amazon, right? But at this moment in time, I don't believe that to be the case. And so Amazon, as a function of this, it's on a lot of televisions, but also not everybody, you know, my grandparents would not know how to access an Amazon on their on their TVs. My, my dad, I have to pull up, my dad's 56, 57, 58, Um I have to pull up, and he's not like an old, you know, this old man, 
But when technology comes technology, like he's not great with it, you know, multiple tabs, that kind of stuff. Like I have to pull up the game, the Thursday night football game for him on Amazon so he can watch it because he doesn't know how to, to get to it. And actually the stream quality is not always great on every single television. It can be choppy depending on how old your TV is. And so this is the route the Pac-12 is now having to go on. Dennis Dodd says this. Andrew Marshan has been explaining this. And this is what it sounds like is that when it comes to the uh, complexion of a new deal, the Pac-12's next media rights deal will be heavily reliant on digital on a digital streaming partner. Significantly more than half of each season's Pac-12 football games will primarily be uh, be primarily available via streaming as part of the conferences as part of the conferences next rights deal sources tell CBS Sports. That's huge guys. That is huge. That might be the way of the future. That might be where things are heading right now, but where is Fox signed over or where is the big 10 signed over to ESPN or uh, excuse me, Fox, CBS, NBC. Where is the SEC signed over to? They are signed over to ESPN, Disney, ABC, all of those places, right? I know there's an SEC network plus an SEC network and they put some stuff on there, but like, where is SEC football happening? Same thing. Big 12 football. Like there are some games early on in the season, the non-cons and whatnot that are right there, but mostly we're talking about games on ESPN, ESPN2, ESPNU, Fox, and FS1. That's where we are with that right now as I just got back from the gym. So having a little bit, a little bit of agua in there. So that's, that's where they are with all of this, just as a TV point of view. Dennis says the Pac-12 may need to commit to conference expansion first before achieving its compensation target in a new media rights deal, sources with knowledge of the situation tell CBS Sports. In an effort to return to 12 members following the departures of USC and UCLA, the Pac-12 has focused its efforts on evaluating San Diego State and SMU. Pac-12 Commissioner George Klyavkov has already toured San Diego State, CBS Sports previously learned. He is planning to visit SMU on Wednesday, and I saw from Chris Vanini over the, uh, at the, over the Athletic that he plans on going to the SMU basketball game they host Temple tonight. And also I think some football players are going to be there um, as well. And he goes on to talk more about the deal. Such a ratio for television to streaming is unprecedented for a power five conference for whichever streaming giant becomes the first to more fully embrace college sports. The move would likely upset PAC 12 coaches, athletic directors, and administrators who rely on widespread visibility for their games via linear cable and network platforms for everything from athletic recruitment to university enrollment. Both of those things matter, folks. When schools are good at sports, look at their enrollments. Alabama football, Johnny Menzel at A&M. I'm sure TCU will have this too. Kansas and Baylor, I'm sure, are going to have a bit more of this too. Butler, when they made their final four runs. VCU after their final four run, et cetera, et cetera. This kind of success is great for enrollment, and also it is great for recruitment. And not even maybe even great for recruitment, but how about like the fact that it might not hurt your recruitment, right? Being Everybody's on TV. If you're on TV, you're not losing a step, you know, or at least you're on par or semi-par with everybody else in terms of visibility. If you go to Amazon and you got a kid just scrolling through TV channels, right? Unless the school is like expressly put interest in him, uh, you know, uh, you know, hey, we you know we're uh, Coach Prime. We're super into you, super into you, super into you. You know, and the kid might go out of his way to watch Colorado football or you know, a Cal football, whatever it is. 
But if you're just flipping channels on a Saturday and I, I'm talking to somebody, you know, I don't do it as much anymore because I'm kind of locked into the big 12 games. Maybe on a second TV, I'll flip some. But normally I know what two games I'm watching in each time slot. Um, you know, if I'm just flipping channels on somebody like that, then, you know, you're not going to peruse to Amazon to go find a game unless word of mouth comes around that we got a banger going on Amazon Prime. That might be happening. But people are not going to be naturally drawn to that. Televisions will not be inclined to go directly to Amazon Prime to go watch a game. And I mentioned Amazon because they seem to be the leader in the clubhouse in this conversation. Um, they're not going to go in that direction to do so. Right. So there is this part of this that, that, that they're going to have to do it. So there's there's kind of issue number one for the Pac-12. They need more stuff to distribute. They need more content. They need more games. This leads to issue number two. So in the Big 12's television deal, there is basically, there's there's part of the deal that says essentially on ESPN's front, you know, for every power five school, the Big 12 ads, we will pay the same amount. So let's just say every school right now, ESPN is paying them $25 million a year. Just number I picked, right? If they were to add Arizona, Arizona would get $25 million. Uh, the conference excuse me, would get $25 million more from ESPN for Arizona. They would add SMU, the Big 12 would not get $25 million more for uh, for SMU. They would not get the same amount. Same thing goes for uh, Fox. Fox is not committed on the pro rata on Power 5 or G5 fronts for the Big 12. I cannot imagine that SMU and San Diego State are going to add equivalent value to that conference for what they currently have. Like, sure, Washington State is not some juggernaut, but like, is SMU really more valuable than Washington State football, right? Is San Diego State definitely more valuable than Oregon State football? Maybe the answer is yes. Maybe it is. Maybe I'm wrong about this. But I don't think the television companies see it that way. And Chris Vanini even mentioned this. They are not seen as equivalent values. If they were folks, I think somebody would have targeted them by now. The Big 12 would have gone after them by now. And this brings up the question of, are you at, you know, the Big 12 is faced with, do you add teams for the sake of adding teams? Remember, if you are adding G5 teams, Kansas State gets less money. Texas Tech gets less money. Oklahoma State gets less money because the television companies do not see them as, as valuable as Oklahoma State, as Texas Tech. They don't see that value there. That is why ESPN had the pro rata agreement. Now, there might be individual cases, and we have not heard about the financials on whether the Big 12 adding Gonzaga is going to be a uh, surefire yes, hell yes, this adds value to the league. We don't know that yet. But adding Gonzaga for hoops is a potential move that they're floating around right now. But what you're not hearing is the Big 12 targeting SMU and targeting San Diego State. Could it be worth adding San Diego State for the Big 12 to get into Pac-12 territory? Yeah, I mean, it, it could be potentially. But if you are starting to fall behind in the per-team payouts, you know, there's no way you're going to catch the Big 10 or, you know, you're going to catch um, uh, the SEC. But if you start adding more schools and the television companies are telling you, well, this is not as valuable to us, um, you're going to start falling behind more and more. Sure, your overall check might be bigger, but it's not really about the overall check. It's about the per school payout. It's about which each institution is getting. That is why Indiana guys and, and Purdue and Iowa and, and, and schools like that 
are against the Big Ten adding Oregon and Washington, two tremendous brands. But the Big Ten is getting so much money on their per school payout right now that it's, you know, it's like impossible almost to evaluate uh, Washington and Oregon as as valuable as the schools they have currently. Like Oregon and Washington are not adding value to the Big Ten. Now, do they add value to the to the Big 12? Yes. Yes, they they would. I think on a per school payout, you're talking about two schools that would definitely add value, equivalent or even above that. I think both uh, Fox and ESPN would both agree on those fronts, but those schools are not knocking down the, the Big 12's door at this point to get in. And that's why I think you'd see, you know, even like at this point, even Fox is not committed to making Colorado, Arizona, ASU, or Utah a partner in the Big 12 the same way that ESPN is. And so if Fox and ESPN have, uh, or, you know, if Fox is saying this, um, I cannot, and, and ESPN's told the Big 12 that, hey, if you add an SMU, a Tulsa, a Tulane, or whoever, we're not going to give you the same amount of money, then what do you think that they're going to tell uh, the Pac-12? Maybe they say we'll give you the same amount because you guys don't have enough inventory right now, but I doubt they're doing that, right? So the Pac-12 is almost in a split, in a place where I'm not saying they're going to water down their product from a, um, from a quality perspective, but they might have to dilute uh, their their total payout or their payout per school just to add more inventory, to add more schools, because right now you're not offering a big enough package. A 10-team package split between Amazon and the SPN does not sound like it's enough right now, considering the fact that the best, there's two really good brands. There's Washington and there's Oregon. When USC and UCLA move away, what are people really paying for outside of those two schools? We know Fox is paying for the Big 12 because they loved the competition that they saw. They loved K-State. They loved TCU. They loved Iowa State. They loved or uh, Oklahoma State and Baylor. And there were games on their networks where those schools were beating Oklahoma and they were beating Texas. Those games occurred on both ESPN and Fox. And because of that, the product to them, and this was once again mentioned in the Sports Business Journal article about the Big 12's TV deal, they valued the Big 12's competition. The Pac-12 does not offer that level of quality competition. They just do not. Um, all the way through. Maybe that changes, right? And I know it's one year the Big 12 had Kansas, who is exciting, whatever, but it feels like they're kind of on the rise right now. Um, and so with that, you know, you throw in the basketball then, the Big 12 basketball with eight teams projected. What is that conference, the Pac-12, going to get? Three? USC? UCLA? Uh, four, maybe Arizona? And then Oregon, if Oregon can start doing some damage? But who else in that league is really that good? The Big 12 is going to have double the teams in the tournament. They're at eight right now. They're projected at eight, seven or eight. I mean, they're going to be, you know, there's going to be a large gap between those two conferences. And and look, you might say, well, basketball doesn't matter as much. Yeah, but the quality of your game on a night-to-night basis is better. If you have double the NCAA tournament teams, right, having eight tournament teams in a 10-team league is 80%. So that means, like, a majority of the time, guys, I mean, only one game is going to give you two teams not in the tournament. Oklahoma playing Texas Tech right now is the only contest you can get where you'll get two teams that probably are not in the NCAA tournament. I think if the season ended today, Oklahoma State and West Virginia definitely would be in, in my opinion. I think most bracketologists see it that way as well, right? So... Uh, you know, there is that depth in both football and basketball that is occurring right now. And so they're basically, you know, these, te- you know, these TV companies are saying, 
we don't want to give a 10 team league you know, this package at this point in time. And also, you know, if you want to come back to us, you have to add schools that we don't see as valuable. So the Pac-12 guys is in a really difficult spot. And I know I've taken a long time to get to this, but this is where the Big 12 finally comes in. So we're now at a point where to get a TV deal done for the Pac-12, their schools might have to take might. And I don't know this for sure, but I assume if, you know, if we're applying the same logic to adding a, uh, a G5 team to the Big 12 as to adding a G5 team to the Pac-12, uh, this logic checks out. If the Pac-12 has to water down the, ter- the per-team value of their league to add more schools so they can actually get a TV deal, then why, then why would the Big 12 not start, t- start targeting Arizona? in Arizona state and start targeting Utah and Colorado and asking them, Hey, you guys now might be facing a situation where there's less money for you all come over here. We're going to have more money. And, and look, this, this also comes down to Fox as well as being stubborn on OU in Texas, but he's, this is where negotiation comes in. How does the big 12 make sure Fox carry, you know, could carry their end of the deal and add more onto this. And I, I think there's a chance that, that this is now back into play. The Pac-12 has to explore adding teams that bring less value per team to the league, which means if the Big 12 can figure it out to get the money the same or around the same, they might be able to make it worth it for those schools. It is becoming more of a financial reality, at least in my opinion. And look, I'm not, I don't have a finance degree. I'm not in that, that, not in that universe, but I'm just thinking about this from a practical standpoint. If you're adding schools that add less per team value, then maybe for the, and, and we think the television contracts could be in the same neighborhood. Then isn't there a chance the Big 12 can offer those other schools more money? Because we know ESPN owns the majority of the new upcoming Big 12 deal. If that's the case and they're willing to pay the, pay the pro rata, then we already know most of the money uh, is guaranteed to, to those schools. Most of the money that they'd be making is guaranteed. The, the big point then is to get Fox to agree to enough money to make it worth each school's while to come into the Big 12. It's it's back on the table, folks. It's got to be. I think it has to be back on the table when you think about adding those schools. The Big 12 right now is, you know, we'll mention this tonight. We'll talk about the Big 12 tonight, thinking about adding San Diego State and thinking about adding SMU. Because I do think there's an element of this where people say, well, if you add them, the Pac-12 can't add anybody and then they're screwed. Yeah, maybe, but you but you are agreeing to take a short-term financial loss to add G5 schools and one of the G5 schools, you already have the best team in that market. I know you're thinking Dallas, Dallas, Dallas with, with the Pac-12 going with SMU. But come on, guys. The, the best school in the DFW is TCU. That's where it is right now. There's a reason why Sonny Dykes left SMU for TCU. Uh, TCU is not in the Big 12 Conference. And look, I like SMU. It's, it's a good school. They got good athletics. But their football and their basketball are not, you know, they're, they're not like the super crazy high-tier, high-level uh, programs right now. And the Big 12 already has the best school in Dallas. And also television numbers tell us that SMU is not a massive boom. San Diego State's more interesting because they're in California going to that window. And I think that enters a conversation where maybe we could start talking about it. But also you add those two schools and what if they go with Fresno and Boise and they get a deal done? All you have done is just water down your product in terms of each school's payout if you just go ahead and do that. So there's a lot to consider here. There's a lot to consider, but there's a reason why we're hearing about the Big 12 targeting Gonzaga in basketball because of the known quantity and the quality property that they are. 
This is not a, we have to add them to appease TV partners like the PAC 12 is facing. And that's a dangerous space to be in just to get a deal done. It sounds like they need to add teams and they, they wanted to add teams first or excuse me, get the deal done first, then add teams, then add teams. And that's where they're in danger. Dennis Dodd says the next PAC 12 deal is expected to be split between a streaming service and ESPN. The PAC 12 seemingly unable to reach its compensation target, believed to be approximately 30 to $35 million per program, uh, you know, annually. It appears to be urgent for the conference to expand as a condition of completing a deal in the monetary range it seeks. Okay. But if they're not giving you that, that range right now, how does adding SMU and San Diego state get you there? How does that get you there? Um, you know, I'm, I'm trying to think, I'm trying to think that he also has conferences that find themselves in this situation, typically negotiate a new rights deal prior to completing a separate deal for expansion. That order establishes value for existing conference members prior to adding new members. It is not known whether San Diego State or SMU, two group of five schools would receive full media rights shares if the PAC 12 chooses for them for expansion. Adding the programs would increase the PAC 12 annual game inventory 20% from 75 games to 90 games per season. That's an interesting point Dennis brings up. Uh, would these schools come along for a reduced share? Maybe they would. I actually think it's a, it's it's an idea that does make some sense here. Adding those schools at a reduced number. What happens the next time comes around, they want full shares. And also too, you know, if, if you're adding them at reduced share numbers, okay, is there still a way you can add them at reduced share numbers? and still make enough money. It just doesn't make a whole lot. It just does not make sense to me. Like, I don't think the big 12 should add those schools as a reduced number, just, just because you should do it right. Just because people think you should do it and add more schools and get more people in the power of five. Like I'm not for that. I'm at this point now, survival was adding the four schools they have got coming in. You know, you're looking now for, uh, you know, you know, not just survival, but like to thrive. And I think now you can be more selective with the schools that you add. It's not the Pac-12 situation. It's not a Pac-12 situation, but a reduced share is definitely a way you could do it if you wanted to add those schools. All right, quick word from our partners at the FanDuel Sportsbook. Today's Locked On Big 12 podcast is brought to you all by FanDuel. Super Bowl 57 is coming up this week, and you guys can get in on the action right now. Go to FanDuel.com slash locked on. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on. And what you guys can do uh, there is place your risk-free, no sweat, first bet up to $3,000. And you guys can get up to, or up to $3,000 back in bonus bets. Once again, fandle.com slash locked on for that deal today. All right. So we'll, we'll have more on this as we move forward. Um, you know, tonight we'll have a conversation about this too, as we get the group together. But now you're starting to talk about adding, adding teams at reduced shares and uh, that, I think once we get into that space, you know, it's a dangerous conversation, right? Because you are, you are watering down your product just for the sake of inventory, right? We just need more games. The question is, if you just need more games to satisfy television partners, like what do they value those games at? Because where are they just going to, where are they going to place those games? Right. I think it's a huge, huge part of this uh, that's coming out. Maybe they can make calls to big 12 schools. Sure. Who knows? But how valuable is that going to be? I'm not sure. None of those new four are going to move because they just signed on and they're excited to be in the big 12. So now the Pac-12 is in a real, real quandary with what's moving forward. But we have to keep a sharp eye on this. We have to keep a sharp eye on this. And I'm wondering if a media rights deal could be. And once again, my stance on this, guys, I continue to say this. My stance on all of this has been, I think the Pac-12 eventually does get a TV deal done. 
I have believed that for most of the time. Now, whether it's in the range they want, I don't know. But I told you all last week, it slowly felt like the idea that, hey, OU and Texas stay longer was becoming on the table because, once again, what is the impetus for Fox to move? Uh, there's no leverage over them. They have guaranteed games. They want those games. And either you pay up a ton of money to make it worth our while, maybe overshoot what our advertising goal is, or we're going to get these games from you, either in the conference right now or non-conference when you guys move the SEC. But either way, we're getting those damn games. All right, that's where Fox was. That, that's where Fox was on that. You know, the, the leverage point for them. There's, there was nothing happening there. And I feel like, okay, we're shifting back. The same way I still think Oklahoma and Texas will leave before twenty uh, before 2025, I still think the Pac-12 is going to get a deal done. But on both of these fronts, guys, I feel like the window for, um, you know, I feel like the window for Oklahoma and Texas staying and then also for the Big 12 maybe to snatch Pac-12 schools has opened a bit more than it was previously. And every single day that we wait, we are one day closer to 2025, which means we are one day closer to OU and Texas still being here. And every single day we wait, we are one day longer without a TV deal, one day more anxious for all the Pac-12 presidents and ADs at those schools, and maybe one day closer to Brett Yormark making an overture to those schools to get them to come to the Big 12, where there's seemingly right now, I think it's fair to say right now, is a much uh, there is much more stability there. So I think that should be that should be factored in. All right, that will do it for today's show. Make sure you follow me on Twitter at LOBig12. You guys can find me at Josh Neighbors underscore. Uh, you guys can follow the show uh, once again at LOBig12. You guys like these videos, please subscribe to the channel. Leave your comments. Let me know what you guys think about the Pac-12 uh, targeting Big 12 country with expansion. And uh, we'll come back at you guys tomorrow. The next time, my friends, as always, stay safe.